0: I am Shannon Feltus.
2: I'm Bonnie Dutch and this is You, you are, are that, that. On today's episode, we are going to change it up a little. Just a little. We are doing an AMA, but it's an AUA. Ask us anything. And we had a bunch of people write in and ask us some really crazy, fun, off the wall questions. So many good questions. And we're going to answer them for you today because you may have started listening to this podcast randomly and you're like,
0: who the the hell?
2: Who are these bitches? Yeah. Why do we want to listen to them? Why do we care? We have really cool interview guests that come on. And yes, you want to hear them, but we also include stuff about ourselves. So we wanted to share a little bit more so you feel like you are one of our sisters or siblings. Yeah. And um, Get in the clubhouse. Get yeah. cozy. Here's where you can find out more about us. You're Just gonna a little. Get the dirt. Yeah. If you will. Let's dig in it. All right, guys. We're going to start off. With a hard hitting question. We have Miss Lauren Alberts. She asked a couple and they're they're fun. So and Shannon, I need to know do you use a top sheet on your bed? Oh, I fully <laughs> don't. I fucking hate top sheets. I actually
0: get into arguments with Kelly about it because I don't put a top sheet on Aiden's bed. And then he puts one on it and
2: I'm like, God damn it, no top sheet. No, anti. What about you? It depends on where I'm sleeping. Uh, I, like, love a top sheet, like a hotel. It, like, gives me power to kick out that perfect maid (laughs) tuck in the corner. Um, That's kind of funny. Yeah. And in my own bed, I just have, like, a big fluffy duvet. Right. And I feel like with a top sheet, that would just slide all around, and that's the meat of it. I want to get in that fluffy duvet, so no top sheet. Um, But if it's, like, layered blankets, I like a nice top sheet because it it keeps everything uniform for my body. And I'm yeah. weird about the top sheet. If it's wrinkled underneath, I'm like,
0: have to, I have to move
2: all the blankets, Oh, pull it taunt, put the blankets back, and then, yeah, and then... You're like body.
0: super anal retentive about your sheet situation,
2: where uh, I'm just like, no, absolutely not. If it's like a flannel top sheet in the winter, that's just like a thin little blanket. If it's True. in the summertime and you have top sheets, then you can kick off that big comforter, but you can still cover up your ass so no. lauren alberts she just gave us so many good ones they're just so We're, good yeah she asks if you could be any animal what would it be oh
0: god i think that changes every day right now i'd be a snake <laughs> what? because recently i saw a thing where people took pictures of snakes and drew stick arms on them and it's the funniest fucking thing i've ever seen but so you now wouldn't, i'm like you wouldn't have stick arms you'd i would just be a snake but what if somebody took a picture of me and put cute stick arms you wouldn't know because you're snake. I don't know. I think snakes are cool.
2: Yeah, and you can like roll around in the sun. I could unhinge my person. jaw.
0: Yeah, I could unhinge my jaw and eat stuff way bigger than my face. Mm-hmm. That's a dream. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like a. What about you? Probably something that flew. Hmm. I'm a flyer. I like. I huh. like to soar. Oh, you do. That's true. Yeah. Um, that's all I do. Is I drive yeah. around and I like get lost in clouds. The Oregon sky in the fall is like a plethora of every type of cloud, true. right? Yeah. And they're all overlapping and they're all crazy. So and my brain is like, oh, cloud over there, cloud over there. And my other brain has to be like, bitch, you driving? Like, focus. <laughs> focus. So I probably want to be a falcon or something Ooh. that's like badass. That's not like if I was like, I want to be a little bird and just got picked off. <laughs> yeah. I like to think about scenarios. So I want something that can fly really high and like be up in them clouds, is durable, yeah, and is probably a predator.
0: You want to be an apex predator bird. Yes. This is a really serious, hard-hitting question. It's seasonal. It's autumnal. It is upon us. Miss Emily Peck asked, pro candy corn or anti?
2: That's really hard. Am I eating it or decorating with it? <laughs> I'm thinking you're ingesting it. Um, gross. Yeah. They do have different flavor ones. Yeah, I'm not a waxy oh. candy girl, like those little pumpkins and stuff. I just yeah. I don't like uh, eating them. It's all the same. It's all the same exact no, it's candy. Different. No, it's all literally the exact same candy in different molds. Right, Screw but I, you Brox, you're not tricking me.
0: I feel like the triangle of a candy corn is a much better shape. The pumpkin is like massive. It's like weird. The ratios, blob. Yeah, and I feel like it hits your palate. But it's the same. I know. I just same
2: recipe. I like a good candy corn with a different. I can only eat
0: like ten though, unless I want to like induce vomiting because that's just. It gives you the
2: throat tickle. It gives me the stomach
0: vom. It makes me feel disgusting. I eat too many.
2: No, I'm anti. Um, Um, and I'm pro. All right. Yeah. 100% I'm anti, unless I'm decorating with it, because then they're great. How do you feel about Whoppers? That was the second part of her question. That's weird, because I used to hate, I hate anything malted. Oh, So, malted milk, like Ovaltine and stuff? Malted milk. Malted.
0: You sounded like you were from years ago. Malted milk. But isn't that when malted milk? In days of Ovaltine. All we had
2: was malted milk. Gross. Um... I don't like I malted things. Yeah. I also hate the type of chocolate that's on the outside. It's got yeah, that, that, that waxy, shiny yeah, chocolate. And for I, sure. I, recently, I've been buying Whoppers for work. Weird. And I keep them in my drawer. Do you Beat eat them? them? Yes. Why? Um, I don't know. It's oh. Maybe it's because I have no self-control and I know that I'll only eat like four Whoppers. Oh, my
0: God. So you're giving yourself subpar candy just yeah. as a... Oh, I wonder okay.
2: if Emily is like a huge fan of both those can like I don't an advocate know. i think she wouldn't care either way <laughs> <laughs> or she's like gross she keeps seeing him everywhere and she's like gross i wonder if they hate him too maybe gross. i think that's probably that's more so accurate funny. here's a throwback yeah joshua dean who was on the podcast he asked a question okay um he said what's the dumbest lie you've ever told oh my god and we talked about this in our interview, but I didn't make it into the podcast. All I right. have one. What about you? You do.
0: Well, I'm not a very good liar, so I gave up the ghost a long time ago. Yeah, I'm not great. And to the point where me telling the truth is like almost rude
2: <laughs> because I...
0: I was, I should be better at lying you I soft to shoe out it. of the
2: room in yeah. lieu of answering <laughs> na,
0: na, 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 na. yeah that's me um I think I've been in on a couple real dumb lies where I participated in it but I didn't originate it like the lie that we were cousins that oh, yeah. was actually really funny because we moved to a small town where nobody knew us and apparently we thought we were getting on out of there pretty quick and nobody would know the difference <laughs> we didn't
2: realize we were going to live there right I don't <laughs> for know For high school
0: <laughs> we, we were in denial that that was a permanent thing um but <laughs> during this summer we met a bunch of people there and I was young started out by saying that we were cousins because I mean we could have looked the same age kind of we dressed it up or down or whatever but yeah yeah, and then Bonnie plopped in you know a couple years behind me in high school (laughs) and they were like wait what (laughs) You guys
2: said you were juniors and cousins, and then we played it
0: off like you're weird. We never, we said, never that. said that. It made them feel extra and this is crazy. Why we don't
2: lie is because we're not. We can't it's- remember mm-hmm. our lies. I have a bad memory, and then um, we- <laughs> we're lucky that went okay. People just didn't think we were, they were like, shit. we are like- new people in this town. We'll just keep them. <laughs> That's funny. Um, my weirdest lie was I was in second grade. We lived in California, and we came back to school from winter break, mm-hmm. and. We had a like a tooth loss chart in our classroom and every time the teacher was like, Hey, what happened? Anything happened during break, people would be like, Oh, I lost a tooth and they'd get a stupid fucking sticker for the chart. I think that's
0: so weird <laughs> that your teacher was so into the weird dental hygiene situation I that she rewarded it with
2: stickers. It's just I don't Monument. I don't. Right. And then everyone in my class was like losing teeth left and right. And I was the youngest of my class. I had a summer birthday. So I was so far behind everyone that I wasn't yet losing teeth. And to be a second grader and to feel inadequate because you weren't letting teeth fall from your skull properly early, it it was devastating. So I sat around in the circle, cross-legged, looked around at the other kids and blatantly lied and told them that I lost a tooth and the teacher called me out and said oh really where show us and i said oh it's really you know it's really far back in my mouth it's really hard to see because <laughs> as a child you think your mouth is like so dark and so deep and no one in their right mind right could possibly see all the way in the back of your mouth
0: i don't think you thought that she would call you on it either no but i obviously had all my teeth right
2: she took me out of the class and uh, yelled at me and Thank i don't you. remember her no, name but kidding. like i can remember her face yelling at me
0: Why was she so disappointed in this weird tooth chart? What a crazy
2: person. I don't know, but I didn't get stickers that year. And then as soon as we moved... Like, when we moved to Oregon, my brain was like, fuck that lady. Like, I'm leaving her in the you dirt. shut the door on her. No, and in my mind, I was like, I'm leaving this lie behind. <laughs> like, no one in Oregon will know that I lied about my teeth. Such a heavy duty. And now I'm telling you all, so. Yeah. I mean, that's oh a really God. big
0: one. It's very revealing. Our lies are so stupid. That I, is a dumb hilarious. one. But that's a great question,
2: Joshua. Oh, Thanks for bringing one. back up my second grade torment. Ooh, well, I'm going
0: to take it down a peg, bring this mood right on down. Oh, God. Miss Allie Ward asked us, when's the last
2: time you cried? Okay, Podmother, listen, she is our emo goth dad. Yep. And you may know her from the Ologies podcast, She's amazing. She's a ding may, dang you may best. Watcher on Netflix. You know, on she may TV. See her no big deal. She's a science everywhere.
0: correspondent.
2: No big. But she can't just ask us like a fun science based question that we'd be like, Oh, I love lemurs. She has to be like, yo girls, let's I know hit you, you in the feels. When's the last time you cried? Oi. The last time I cried was probably over something minuscule
0: hmm oh <laughs> the last time I cried was I binge watched a bunch of Ellen DeGeneres really touching moments oh had, there was a
2: medley and I'm like why do I hate myself why am I watching this whole thing those are the best things to watch yeah just but to I had somewhere to be I don't know oh. why
0: I was doing that at that moment I went down a rabbit hole but I like
2: ugly cried it was a big one those are the hard ones for me, and I've said it before. I cry when people are mm-hmm. living their dreams right. for the first time. Oh, you so, so do. So I will say that I used to be like a, a friendly, tender heart, stone cold bitch. <laughs> so <laughs> wait, I'm I like have all the feels inside me. I feel for people. I have lots of empathy, mm-hmm. but overall, I channel most of my emotions into like productivity, a guardian, or yeah. being productive, for or sure. being like a rock. Yeah, And just being, like, tough. You realize this is a problem we both have. Yes. Yeah. So when you avoid all those feelings for so long and right. then you cross over <laughs> into your 30s, I found that I cry, like, all the fucking time now. Really? Like, if I want to be real with our friends here right. in the Yacht Clubhouse, it's okay, guys. I cry, like, all the time. I'll cry for, like, no reason. And then when I'm done crying, I'm like... That felt really good. Like, just get Which it out. Which is kind of
0: terrifying because in our lifetime, I haven't known Bonnie to cry very
2: often. Yeah. So now that this is who she is,
0: it's a little, uh, yeah, it's taken I'm, some getting used to. It. I'm
2: dehydrated a lot. <laughs> so I think the last time I cried, though, it, I cry when I get really mad or right. I cry when I'm sick. Yeah. Both and, of us and do And we, like, too. fight through our sickness right. and we avoid being sick and we avoid stopping and taking care of our bodies. And I think it's a vulnerability thing. Yeah. I don't, I don't like feeling weak and vulnerable. I don't want other people to take care of me. Right. But then I'm really annoyed if people don't take care of me. So it's like, how da- I'm a Leo. So it's like, how, I'm more of, how I'll did. do it my damn self. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. But I mo- I mostly cry when I have to like give in to other people. So the last mm-hmm. time I was really sick, yeah. I hit my threshold of being sick and finally had to like reach out and like ask for help. Yeah feel like I was getting help. She's going to cry right and now. No, you I'm, not. I'm not. I'm, okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I teared up a little bit because you gave me like a care package. With oh, like homemade yeah. Soup oh. and vegetables and all this yummy stuff that would help me feel better <laughs> and just not feel like I was a dead body. And then I went to the doctor and that doctor was so cool. She was so nice and she listened. She actually like spent a lot of time with me. So for those of you that go to the doctor, you're in and you're out. She was like the nicest human I have met in a really long time. And I ended up, she just asked me, she just stopped and said, but are you okay? Oh no, that's and the it's, trigger. It's the question. Yeah.
0: No, actually, that unhinges the floodgates for me too. If somebody, like, if I'm in productivity mode mm-hmm. and I'm doing, 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 and I'm like, if I've like firewalled all my emotional shit mm-hmm. and somebody like really looks into my eyes and soul and says, Are you okay? And are you okay? And then my brain's like, you're not, you're not, you're not abort. I know, <laughs> so I, I cry, guess, cry. yes.
2: So I ended up just crying in this woman's office <laughs> oh, fuck. for a while. And she just gave me tissues and was like, mm. cry it out. Like, Shit. go for it. And then asked me more questions. And I was like, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not normally like this. Ugh. You know, and she was just like, don't be. Why are you apologizing? So you're sorry for feelings? Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're sorry <laughs> you've hit rock bottom breaking point like emotionally Mm -hmm. because of physical feelings and mental and she was like all your feelings are valid and that made me cry harder so I was just having like a person actually sit down with me and like make me be vulnerable make me open up and then be there as like a support system I just I cried so hard but then as soon as I was done I was like man I feel so much better getting that all out of my system thanks Allie God Jesus Christ why you gotta bring up feelings just kidding we love you. We're going to um, see you soon. And guess what? I might cry from joy.
0: I'm cry all over your patio. <laughs> <laughs> that's a euphemism. <laughs> Whoa. So we had a handful of people ask this question. So I feel like it is worth addressing. <laughs> um, so Rachel and Lauren and even your Lindsay asked, do you two fight or what is something you two have bickered about? Okay. Now, like bickering, honestly, come on, we're sisters. Like that's a given. There's no siblings that don't bicker.
2: Yeah, and normally when we're bickering, if it's like a a normal daily thing, um, oh, I know why it is when we're bickering. It's because we're hungry. Um, yeah, <laughs> we're hungry, or I'm overtired. Yeah, same. And normally we're we're on the same point. Mm-hmm. We're agreeing with each other. We just don't realize that we're both That's on the so same true. side of what we're talking about, and we're disagreeing, but we're both fighting the same side of the subject I feel like we both think the other isn't hearing the other one yeah and they're like no 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 but we're saying the same thing and when we finally figure out that we've been like literally an advocate (laughs) for like the same side of the conversation the whole time it's so annoying yeah it's we're like oh dumb oh let's eat something and take a nap Shannon and I we don't really discuss politics no um we don't really discuss things that are super heavy. Controversial Um, weird shit. We get enough of that shit from everyone else. Yeah. um, And we see it all. We just, at this point in our lives, are lucky enough that we can pick and choose what our brains want to focus on. So we like to focus on really positive stuff, and that's just because we have so many, like, cool endeavors currently. Yeah. Um, As children... We would fight a lot because I was just oh, always God. thrown into the mix as the younger sister, and she wouldn't listen to me. So <laughs> it would it would be my mom sending me to be the watchdog, but the watchdog would be like, "Hey, you guys, that's a really bad idea," and they would be like, "Fuck you, little kid!" I'm like she sent care. somebody who nobody thought had any authority to be the authority. <laughs> yeah, I had no authority, and I just like rolled with the punches, and then you know we bickered normally as as children. Right. And then um we had lots of mutual friends growing up because we were just very similar in age. Oh yeah. And that continued into our our twenties. So we have childhood friends where they had siblings and we would like pair up with the siblings, but sometimes that would swap and be like, those sisters are mad at each other. And oh yeah we're we had mad at each wars. other. Sister wars. And yeah. we would like pair up and then go home and still be sisters. So right. it didn't matter outside the house. And then I would say in our in our twenties we were both Living right. kind of different lives. You were very career driven. I was very like, get through the work day so I could go to a show that night and like True. hang out with bands and party and whatever. We, I had a friend that became our mutual friend. And, um, oh, and we yeah. did have a we little, we did have bit, a little
0: Voldemort situation where it was like playing sides. Yes. We had really someone really close to us
2: that kind of knew me better than, um, I thought I knew myself at that time until right. I truly found myself. And this friend kind of got under my skin and became friends with Shannon and then kind of played both sides. Oh, so weird. Um, but yeah. played it like she was friends with both of us, but was being like frenemy. That's um, the bef- exact right before word. Before frenemy was a thing. That's so, so true. And, and looking back on that, like. We had a falling out where we just didn't talk for a few years. Yeah. You did your thing. I did my thing. Uh, we had some um, growing
0: up to do and I think it actually was helpful. Yeah. But like I had already traveled the world through work and stuff and thought I knew everything, which was very unhelpful. And then I saw a therapist. And then when you're immature and you see a therapist, then you think you know everything, everything. So then I was like, oh, listen, I'm very worldly and I know everything. Let me parent you. And you're like, nah, I'm doing my own thing. And then Weird Friend was like, actually, I think she needs your help to be a better person. And then it was all just shit.
2: Yeah. So, yeah. So we had outside influences kind of trying to pull our puppet strings, but we're right. both so strong willed that we kind of left that person in the dust and just did our own thing. Life happened. We came back together. Yeah. And I think our like our relationship, tell me if I'm wrong. I feel like our relationship has strengthened Oh, I like think it's better. because yeah. of that situation. I totally agree
0: with that. Um, I think we did a lot of growing up on our own, which maybe
2: we wouldn't have had that not happened. Yeah. We were forced so, together our whole life. Right. And so maybe there was, like, a little resentment there. Of oh, like, for sure. You know, we have four kids in our family. We all kind of wanted our own freedom. Dude,
0: we shared a room for, like, our whole childhood yeah. all the way up until we were, like, way late
2: teens. Yeah. So, so yeah. So when you see someone eat garbanzo beans out of a can... <laughs> Your whole life and then I later still do that. and then later they come to you and they're like, Listen, I know what's best for your life. You're like, I don't need it. I'm I'm figuring it out on my own. Right. And it helped me kind of like cut ties with kind of all the negative friends. Totally. So I did the, the same
0: thing too. It was a weird forced purge.
2: Yeah, we found out it was a snake in the grass and wasn't our our true ally. And I didn't see that coming at all. And that was interesting. It it took some time, but like there was never really even a falling out. Like we didn't fight. Fight. It was just like fuck you.
0: No, fuck you. We we both kind of yeah.
2: We like disappeared. We go like ghosted this friend. We I was doing stuff for myself for the first time in my life without thinking about what my friends or my family would think about it. I didn't weigh in anybody else's opinion on it. Weirdly same. Yeah. That's I was the crazy it was like part. the most independent point in my life yeah. and the friends that I decided to keep in my life and invest in like fully. Yeah. Was all due in part to this one just dark Unhappy I think soul. it was just a catalyst. I think that's a really good description. Yeah. Because I think
0: it was a catalyst that kind of fucked things up. And then when everything came back together, it came back together better. hmm
2: And at so. that time, when we came back together, I was only surrounded by the most mm-hmm. genuine relationships. I was more on my toes about um, not just letting people in. Like, I don't, like, totally. Facebook collect friends. Right. I You're I've far only... more private than
0: most people about that kind of shit.
2: And I, I only want the people closest to me to know my business. hmm and and now we're just telling all all of you whoever are just listening. airing all of our dirty. We're laundry. just like airing all the dirt. So um, this is therapy with Bonnie and Shannon. You get to know all of our. Baggage and horseshit. Right. And I don't think since that time we've... We don't really, like, daily fight about anything. Uh, You're much more patient than you used to be. So, I'm still slightly
0: flighty. I think Aiden flipped me upside down and made me a different version of myself. So, I'm fully more patient than I've ever been. I think you look at
2: things with a different perspective (sighs) now. Yeah. I don't think we fight now, mostly because of your son. So, Aiden... I think, was the thing that brought us back together. Oh, 100%. And I fell so hard in love with him Mm -hmm. that I was like, nothing in this world is going to keep me from Mm -hmm. my nephew. Like, he is mine. He's my little soulmate. I knew you'd like him. Real talk, if we got in a fight right now, it wouldn't matter because... Yes, I've got you back forever! (laughs) Because... No, no. I'd be like... I'd hit up your husband and be like, Aww, I need to come by and see barnacles. it. Barnacles. <laughs> like Eden's the one. So he's <laughs> he's the magic creature that brought us together. Totally. And I would just die for him. And I think that is like you see that in me. Oh, totally. And I see you as a parent and a human now, not just like Dude. my bossy big sister. I see well, your yeah, like life.
0: Marriage. Okay. So a shitty time before getting married, so then I appreciated my marriage. Mm-hmm. Then a pregnancy that I didn't think I'd be able to have, and then a kid that turned out cooler than I could have imagined, mm-hmm. all humbled and matured and like kind of took me down to the ground floor a little bit. Like, so then I was like, real hey, I'm super boring, but I'm a lot nicer than I used to be. You yeah. want to hang out? And you were like, yo, I like you. We good.
2: Fucking question. I know, yeah.
0: man. Everybody asked it. That's very weird.
2: All right. Well, I'm going to jump into one yeah. from um, our lovely beekeeper, Yeah, yeah. Mandy Shaw, also on the podcast, episode one. Hey, girl, hey. Hey. She asked if a bee buzzes <laughs> in the meadow and nobody is around to hear it, does it make a sound?
0: Hell yeah, it does.
2: I disagree. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> our, our first fight.
0: Jamie asked us, what is your most disturbing, horrifying personal grooming habit or fixation? Oh, gross. This is such a good one. I don't want to tell. You have to. It's the rules. Ugh. So, I like to take kosher salt mm-hmm. and mix it with my shampoo and wash my hair with it because then it gives me beachy volume in my I hair. I haven't had dandruff in years. Like, it's just crazy. Sea salt, man. Yeah. It's awesome. And my then it like, sticks it's straight. like a hair scrubby thing, gives you like root volume. It fucks up your color a little bit sometimes, okay, but. I didn't do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but it's like. It feels great on my scalp. It's like it's like a replacement almost for like when you get your hair washed.
2: I am I rarely treat myself to pedicures. But I'm bad about it with when I do go, um, oh, it's two things. Super creepy things. First of all, I will eyeball that room when I walk in if it's a new place, and I will find the oldest, most durable employee there that looks like she's just like the grandma hanging out. And I will ask her if she wants to partake in these calves because I <laughs> – you soak your feet and everything, but you know how they, like, rub your legs a little? Oh, you yeah. can say, oh, can you really dig in there? I get, like, a full – Can you beat the shit out of my legs, please? Knee to ankle beat down. Oh, my God. With, like, the burliest person in there that can just, like, crack my muscles open. You don't realize how sore your calves are until you have another human just rubbing you while you are in a massage chair. Yeah. And then – I remember the weirdest look oh, you've ever it. given me, and I've gone to a pedicure with my friend Mary, and she, I said, "Um, so I have a weird question to ask, and she, her eyes looked at me like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck, what is she going to say? <laughs> I asked them to, mind you guys, let me preface this by saying, I tip well when I have people <laughs> touch my fucking gross feet, but um, I asked them to put their fingers between my toes oh yeah Pull oh, i'm really hard and oh, it spreads them out and it feels so good good lord <laughs> no i don't go to have like sparkle toes right i can paint my own toes
0: you don't need a sunflower on your big toe i do not want a firework for i do of July. not no christmas lights no thank you kindly
2: put just a gray on my toes i'm good to go yeah so i can do that at home right what i want is first the paraffin wax uh-huh.
0: Some hot rocks and some abuse.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And I want you to beat my legs up. So when I leave here, it might hurt to drive. Nice. Yeah. I have a question. Yes. All right. So, Miss Mary Porter, Mm -hmm. first question, top five celebrity hall passes or crushes and why? Oh, I need a why? I mean, can it just be that they're like, hot? They hot, they hot, they hot. <laughs> if I list them, you'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see your point. All right, all right. Yeah. For those of you who don't know what a hall pass is, um, basically, it's like a celebrity crush that you and your significant other have decided that it's so outlandish, it's so far off. You're never going to fucking meet this person, right. probably. And if you do meet them, they're not going to want to hook up with you. So it's so far out there that you could be like, I. if you meet this person, you have a hall pass. I'm letting you bone down with a celebrity, no questions asked, and it won't affect our relationship. Exactly. And instead, my husband and I decided
0: when we were first dating, we were calling it our top five
2: because I couldn't
0: agree on one because I had a couple of real solid, you know, takedowns that if ever were possible, then it would, you know, go to pound town. He was like... You do what you gotta do. And I also have these. So we made it five. Shannon, who are your top five? Okay. So Johnny Depp and Paul Rudd are top two, totally interchangeable. <laughs> then, like, okay. <laughs> good boy, bad boy. Easy. Top two pick. Then it would go Fight Club Brad Pitt. Oh. Fight Club Edward Norton. Oh. And then Adam Levine. Those
2: are my five. Oh. <laughs> Good question, Mary. Because I'm apparently shocked by all of these. <laughs> How are you Ooh. so shocked? No, like Kel- I know Johnny Depp. Right, I know Kelly have, like, calls. I have a history. Yeah. yeah,
0: Kelly calls him my alternate husband, and he feels grateful for our marriage. Yeah, which is hilarious and charming. And I knew the
2: Adam Levine one, and I don't know why. I In just my love mind, it. he. I know. I forgot about him. Um I did for we, a minute and then I was like,
0: "Oh, that's right. I we, love
2: him." <laughs> we might have to post on the Instagram. Oh god. And in the group the drawing that's oh, on your fridge. It's my favorite sketch um, you've made for me. I literally drew Adam Levine's weird face it's from memory. It's on my fridge. As a doodle. Mm-hmm. And it's my best work. <laughs> Honestly. That's I should really turn cute. it into cards. Um and I like no, it. I should just make it into a poster that just says like she will be loved (laughs) and hearts would throb across the nation. It's such a dumb drawing. It's so funny though. I love it. Um, mine, I have five and then a twist. Ooh, I like Um, this. So mine, my number one is Jason Momoa in everything as himself. Um, and I have, Mary and I share him as a boyfriend in our mind. and, And I say like, Girl, I would share him if like he was my man. I would like lend him to you, and vice versa. Like we have an understanding. He's property. Um, also, his wife is gorgeous and Perfect. sensual. Oh, and like sort of like gypsy, timeless. Ooh. Um, and you know, if she, if it, the deal was I dated, had to date both of them to get him, oh, I shucks. would be like, toot mm, toot, <laughs> <laughs> all aboard. <laughs> I'm into oh, it. Darn. Um, my second one is Tom Hardy. Oh. But Tom Hardy and Lawless. Right. Where he was emotionally unavailable, rarely talked and just thought and killed people and like took what he wanted. Oh. So super smoking hot. Also in that time period of dress, Mm -hmm. like his body was amazing. I love all
0: your stipulations here.
2: (laughs) Chris Pratt as anything. Oh yeah. Chris Pratt ripped Chris Pratt, chubby, funny. Just sensual. Devon Sawa. Aww. Not now. Casper. Not even in Casper because he was still too boyish. And, and now and then, too. And the ghost. Um, I had a crush on the ghost though. <laughs> but um, Devon Sawa in Idle Hands, I think, would suit me well because he just like got super stoned and like acted crazy. Hmm. Um, was like a little dirty, a little covered in blood, but like way hot. And it was like before he got really ripped. Mhm. So, Devin Saw it in Idle Hands. I'm seeing it. A also, one of bit my of favorite trend. one of my favorite fall movies <laughs> gets me in the all vibes. <laughs> um, Wayne from Letterkenny. Oh, yeah. But not as Jared Kesso. Wayne as, as Wayne. Wayne. Yeah. Also, Stoic is very into his friends and family and standing behind everything. Mm-hmm. And um, and when a man asks and, for help, you help him. Oh, I'd help him. <laughs> I'd help him. <laughs> my bonus is uh, Tia Carrera in okay. Wayne's World. All I would throw down. With <laughs> oh, her. Was so hot! Let's throw a chick in the mix because, like, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, she's super hot. Or um, oh. Anna Kendrick. Oh, I'm not attracted to her. Like, she's not my type. Right. if I were into girls. I like her personality, but she's so fucking bomb. I was right. like, I would party real hard with her. We'd get super wasted, and yeah. like, if we kissed a little and saw where it went, I wouldn't be disappointed. Oh. I feel like she'd be a little, a little firecracker. Yeah, you throw around a little bit, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, Anna. Huh. Um, Mary asks a second question. Sure, go for it. Because we had a funny day yesterday. Oh, God. (laughs) I love it. All right. Um, Best prank you ever played on someone or that someone has played on you, um, if it applies to either of us. And I think it 100% does. You and I were talking yesterday. Oh, yeah. So while you're thinking of your best prank... Oh, I got. we have so many. We are pranksters. <laughs> we Ugh. we are like, we're scare kids. So we grew up in a household where there's always oh someone God. like jumping out of a shadow and right. like you're punching them and they're running or vice versa. You're on high so, alert a lot. A lot, a lot. And that's like, that's just like the basis of our lifestyle. What I think and what you were involved in yesterday. Oh, it
0: was really fun.
2: Um we need to bring it back in a world full of yes. technology and games and entertainment. I think we have overlooked a lot of life's simple pleasure. Oh, and it's such a simple And we need to pleasure. bring it back. It's called prank calling. Absolutely. Um, It's real easy, you guys. If you've never prank called someone,
0: yeah, I highly recommend it. For all you youngins, we used to have landlines I know brace yourself this is yeah. a scary concept a cord to a wall the phones had cords
2: yeah you couldn't go more than 15 feet mm-hmm. and we were around before caller id was invented right so you got to real just openly prank somebody and then they had to yeah. call like the operator or some weird number to find out who called them last right so that's really where our love for pranks oh, happened it was so fun um and then I pranked a little bit in my 20s um, for funsies because I had somehow <laughs> we ended up with a drunk friend's phone and we had lots of celebrity numbers. So oh, shit. We called from our own phones and we pranked all kinds of people. Um and they weren't good pranks. Like usually they're not, but no. as long as they're funny to you
0: in a <laughs> in a non harassing yes. can't get arrested kind of way. Yeah. As
2: long as you're not like fucking up someone's
0: life. Or I mean, blow up someone's life. I don't care what you do. As long as you're not getting yourself arrested, being harassing, that's Yeah, where you don't one. harass somebody. Like, do it a couple times. Ask if it's, the refrigerator is running. It's pretty you know? funny. Like, so, call and ask for Barack Obama at your
2: local pub. Yeah. Why not? Do something casual. Basically, what happened yesterday was there is a website called Prank Dial. You get three free calls a day. We are not sponsored by Prank Dial. It'd be cool mm. if we were. Wouldn't it be cool? And they records the call for you so you can listen back to your victim and you don't necessarily have to be on the phone. So I didn't know that there's customizable ones. They range from like, Why are you calling my girlfriend or boyfriend? to like your pizza's here, I can't find your apartment. Oh my god. Just like, you know, harmless to crazy. And we do multiple ones. We just call ourselves at work and then we don't answer. So whoever is the person (laughs) that picks up the phone. So you're pranking your own work line
0: and pranking your coworkers.
2: Yeah. It's a valuable time. Hilarious. Um, And we basically used all three prank dials to the point where like the people at work know they're being pranked. Oh my God. And then um, sometimes people get in on it. We like to keep minimal contact with however many people know because then you get the people like I'm bad at lying so when people ask me <laughs> I just answer their questions with questions and act like they they did it they did <laughs> Wait, are you sure you didn't do it mm, mm, you're tricking me that's yeah, a good I'm, way
0: to spin it I didn't think of that yeah
2: yeah well I smile a lot so oh, then I'm right like, but then I could be smiling because I'm like are you pranking me i think it's you are you pulling my leg yeah so um <laughs> so we prank 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 with the prank dial and then yesterday i had an epiphany and it was now that they think that <laughs> the prank
1: is just an automation a prank call, they think it's yeah. an automated
2: call let me go ahead and hit up shannon and be like hey girl you want to help prank homie at work and she was like absolutely absolutely so, she's like do you
0: want to drop everything of what you're doing right now and call my work
2: you <laughs> like right now and i was like i'm here for this yes and i was like star six seven for those who don't know that's how you block your number yeah um don't think shannon knows how to do it right because her name came through the call id twice this person did not see it
0: Right. Well, I did it the first time, and then I forgot to do it the second <laughs> okay. time because I had misdialed. dialed Yes. Because I was so excited that I fucked yeah. up the phone number a little bit.
2: Um. No, but it, it worked out fine. So basically, I was like, here's a general scenario. Um, You can do whatever you want. And I think my specific words were, go ahead, get your wiggles out. Be an irate customer. Are, yeah. Are you yeah. stir-crazy? Do you need to, like lash out and you don't want to like lash out at people that don't deserve it but you kind of do you want to channel your inner ask for the manager yes yeah we pinpointed a single person at work (laughs) and that person Thought it was a prank call. So they laughed at the angry customer on the oh, phone. yeah. And then when she asked for the supervisor, and mind you, she was doing like a voice because uh, we yeah. sound so similar that yeah. I was like, don't sound like me. And she's like, oh, I'm not. Apparently she had like a oh, voice on, <laughs> which <laughs> I didn't hear, but that's amazing. So this person thinks it's another prank call, an automated call, and they hang up on her. Mm-hmm. They said, uh, no. Meanwhile, I'm hitting notes only dogs can
1: hear. Mm-hmm.
0: I had to hold the phone away from my mouth because I was yelling and asking for a supervisor. So and asking, mad. Do you think that this is funny? Do you think that this is entertaining? <laughs> oh, my <God. laughs>
2: And they did. Yeah. And um, she got hung up on and then called right back. And this Calmly time, asked This time got a different employee who was in on it, mm-hmm. got sent to the manager who asked this question. Who was in on it? Um, got sent over to Mary. Who has, well, she's my childhood friend. So she's known Shannon pretty much our whole lives. And got on the phone with Shannon and made Mary laugh so hard she could barely keep a straight face. But this person thought, oh, shit, <laughs> I thought I hung up on an automated thing. And so I just laughed at a customer and hung up on them and now we're oh, yeah. on the phone with my boss. We left it so open-ended that if you're listening, that was a prank. Got you, sucker. Oh, I've had some pranks go
0: real sideways where I had to like, Abort mission, and uh, I've TP'd the wrong house. Oh, my so, God. So, like, I've gone the distance on I some... don't feel
2: like that's a prank.
0: Well, it's vandalism, and yeah. I was young. Mm-hmm. Granted, like I said, before 18, I did a lot of things, and then when I was a grown-up, I was like, this is a good prank. <laughs> this is the time like that... like she
2: tells herself it's Right. A prank.
0: So, this is the time that I TP'd the wrong house. The best time. So... I worked at a place where our boss was kind of a tyrant, and she was a crazy old Mormon lady, and there was a lot of younger Mormons that worked at the same location, and I freaking love Mormons. Seriously. A lot of my friends are- You do. Mormons. I do. They have good family values. They always have a big trampoline. They always had all the snacks. Mormons love me. I'm pretty great. So the- uh,
2: You're the bad friend.
0: I am. Well, I'm the one they wanted to fix, Mm -hmm. so then they fed me more food. It was fun- At this job location, a lot of the volunteers that we had that were high schoolers were from the Mormon community. And they were all very good kids. This boss was universally pissing everyone off. (laughs) She also went to their church. So all of them knew her on multiple levels. And they're very frustrated. And gosh darn it. mm, They're so mad. I was like, you know what we should do? I'll, I'll load you guys all up in my car. All you high schoolers, me being the only adult, this is brilliant and so stupid, let's go get a whole bunch of toilet paper and let's go toilet paper her house. And they were like, oh, we couldn't. I'm like, nah, you could. I promise. It'll be really fun. They're like, no, we've never done it before. I was like, oh, you've never lived. So I taught them how to TP the house. Yeah. I was super excited. We went in the dark with a huge tree in the front yard, made it all the way up and over. I taught him how to hold one end like a little tail and sail it over like a little kite. Yeah, you can't just throw the whole roll. No, because then just it's one roll. It really defeats the purpose. You want it like streamers. You really want that shit to fly. We saw a light turn on and we're like, oh shit. We all run back to the car because that's the thrill of it. We leave. And then the next day at work, we're like, oh, we're waiting to hear about it so that we could just, like, snicker to each other. And the boss came in and was like, yeah, high school kids, they don't have anything better to do. My poor neighbor's 87, and he's out there with a rake getting wet toilet paper out of his tree. That's the time the prank went horribly wrong. Here's one from Russ in the Yat Clubhouse. Russ says, if you could have any person be our next president who would it be and why
2: okay i think you already know my answer so i want to hear yours
0: mine's anyone but donald trump that's about where i stand as far as politics yeah, go there's
2: no way he's
0: i hope i just don't even want to say there's no way just because i didn't think we would be here oh yeah so i'm like you know what i think this guy could turn purple tomorrow i don't think anything's a fact anymore yeah. i think that uh anything's better than where we're at my perfect uh,
2: duo. Mm. I have a president vice and a vice. President. Ooh, look at you! You got <laughs> a team in mind. Okay. Um, ideally, president would be Oprah. Oh. And if you look up, yeah, Oprah for president. There's already people selling shirts that say Oprah 2020. I feel like she is the the voice, the voice of all the people. So we'd have a first female president. We'd have mm-hmm. a black woman as a president. Right. That would be outstanding. Totally. Now, let's go ahead and even that out. Gay vice. Ellen. Hell yeah! So, if if we could have celebrities who I feel like are such a positive influence, deal with charity, like, and Ellen isn't just a funny human. She digs really deep. Such a humanitarian. But she also has that cutting edge. Like, if you watch her show where she makes people compete Mm -hmm. on the show... (laughs) <laughs> she has that twinkle in her eye every time she has to send someone flying or send someone dropping. Yeah. You know, sludge in the face. She's like, <laughs> she's got that edge that I think is very yeah. political.
0: She's got a little sinister A little side bit of a
2: shark. And where Oprah's got purity. <laughs> she does. And she has, I feel like Oprah has that deep, great wisdom. True. That she could seem wise. induce change for everyone. And I also feel like Oprah. My God. Can you imagine change, though? She'd be like. Everybody look under your chair. You get health care, and you get health care, and you get health care. Can you imagine? We all get health care. That was literally a joke I did at work the other day. Shut up. (laughs) God, we
0: think too much alike. That's hilarious. But that would be so cool.
2: So we would have a gay woman vice president. Right. Who is beloved. Yeah. Oh, like, oh, let's throw everything on his ass. Let's just, you know, if we're doing celebrities. Yeah. And they can just become political figures. Exactly.
0: Let's remind everybody that's currently in charge That us gaining freedom doesn't give you less freedom. Yeah. Let's try to remember that. It's not
2: taking anything from you for everyone else just to see that everyone has a voice. Yeah. And they both have been through hardship and they didn't come for money. So I think that's the difference is, you know, a little spoiled brat having all the power handed to them. Yeah. Also being a white dude really doesn't help. No. Yeah. So having all of the ability in the world handed to you Mm -hmm. raised with that expecting it entitled acting like you don't understand what things you're doing are wrong not saying right and wrong like not to say they're even running but like please vote for oprah and ellen because please they they bring people up with them and then they look out and they see the people
0: honestly i think that would be the ice cream sunday of the outcome and i would even take the McDonald's drive through of outcome of just having anything from what I'm picking to what you're picking sounds delightful. Yes.
2: <laughs> and if we wanted to go the extreme, like, you know, God forbid people are uncomfortable with two women of running the most powerful government in the free world. Let's take either of those, swap it with a rock. Y'all, y'all oh. welcome. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't throw me off board. No. I'm into that. If
0: you need to have a dick in the White House, like. Let's we... have
2: The Rock's dick in the White House. I mean, yeah. Oprah and The Rock, sure. dreams come true. Ellen, Ellen in The, the Rock, Rock, also dreams come true. Dreams come true. <laughs> can you imagine
0: the smells coming from that kitchen because you would be smelling what The Rock is cooking? I would smell it all day. Right. Political Corner with Bonnie and Shannon. I know. This is like um, the only time we talk it about it. Never, watches. we don't, and we might not. No, from Hannah Lippo. I love her. What is the weirdest thing currently in your Google search history? Oh
2: shit! Is this the part where
0: we Google it? I I searched. I searched a lot about mushrooms yesterday because I went foraging yesterday. You did go foraging, but the weird—it was delightful. You guys go foraging. The weirdest thing. Oh, (laughs) okay. So, I love the movie Sleepwalkers. It is a Stephen King movie. It's about people that turn into cat people. It's super weird. It's fucking scary on a creepy like 80s horror movie level. And I love it. But I had a song in my head and I couldn't get it out of my head. And it's the song called Sleepwalk by Santo and Johnny. And I had to search what is the song from Sleepwalkers to find it again because i didn't have it in my music history okay so i got super excited it's such a good song it's beautiful too by the way
2: so weirdest (laughs) (laughs) um fuck the weirdest thing i don't i hate this uh the most random thing that i'm just seeing up front is um there's a youtube video called hi i'm paul and (laughs) It's <laughs> it's um if any of you ever watched Jimmy Neutron back in the day, you know the production companies always have their little like nod at the end, their little oh perp, their little outro I don't know what they're called. Um this one is a tropical setting with a sunset, it's DNA productions, and it is a monkey with a third eye that they all blink at the same time and at That's... the end it's very fast. But at the end all it says is, Hi, I'm Paul. And it is one of my favorite things. It tickled me with delight. Forgot about it for years. (laughs) Until you recently googled. Until recently, I'm Paul. No. My boyfriend turned around and said, hi, I'm Paul. And I went, oh, Jimmy Neutron. And he was excited that I knew what it was. Oh, like, isn't it that was weird, such a weird when that happens? Yeah, it was such a weird reference where I was like, this was my favorite thing. And I was like, too old to be watching Jimmy Neutron. And still, stoner. he was the right age to be watching Jimmy Neutron. <laughs> oh, snap. I also recently searched uh, oh. soothing Netflix sleep shows to fall asleep to. So soothing Netflix sleep shows. To fall asleep to was what I googled. You were tired, clearly super tired. Um,
0: I often Google whether or not celebrities in shows we used to love whether they are still alive. Like, what's up with them now? Or not like, aware
2: are they now? Like, is so and so dead? I literally
0: look up <laughs> obituary for so and so just to see. I don't know.
2: I searched. You know how in the American language we don't have words for all of the feelings that we have. Right. But other cultures do. Like the French oh. have lots Ooh, of have words for feelings. Oh. I searched what's the word for being embarrassed for someone on TV. Oh. <laughs> because I had oh, to that's know. so good.
0: What is it? Frimpt
2: To be ashamed for someone else who is behaving in an embarrassing way.
0: Um, I have an anonymous question from somebody who does not want to be on our podcast. <laughs> Let's call her Tina. Hey, Tina. Um, she wants to know, what is our favorite interaction we've had with a celebrity in the wild? So not somebody we know that we've made friends with, like a stranger, like somebody we met that was a stranger.
2: that's a really good question.
0: And I know what mine is, but I think I know what yours is, so you go first. Um... Well, I've had a really weird life. Right. Same. We have weird celebrity adjacent and then also lots of meet cutes that just really didn't pan out with some
2: celebrities. (laughs) Um, um, Back in the day, somehow through whatever friends, it was either like I'm bringing friends with me to hang out with some people or I'm going with someone to hang out with some people. So the band world is a very small world. Everyone tours with everybody when they're done touring the bass player of that band could now be the merch guy or the tour manager for another band. Right. Like, the next season. So you're always just seeing your friends It's a weird recycle. brotherhood or cousinhood or some shit. Yeah. This was an event where a friend was like, hey, I'm friends with so-and-so from this band. Do you want to come hang out? And I was like, dude, I'm down for whatever. Like, what are we doing? So we go watch this band play. Um The band at the time had a really big hit single called Boston. Mm-hmm. Um, their name's Augustana. And I was like, oh yeah, I've heard them on the radio. I like him. So I wasn't like super fanny with them. So we instantly became like a crew of people that just like ran around Portland and were like into debauchery. We were like right. drinking. We went to Shanghai Tunnel and ate turkey Ugh. burgers and we all ate turkey burgers like this is the best place for turkey burgers. It's so good. <laughs> and their noodle bowls are dang. We are running all around. We go back to their hotel and we're just like three sheets. It was a crazy <laughs> night. So we walked all the way up the waterfront to their hotel. Comedy Festival was in town. We walk in and there's like a bunch of random comedians like out in the parking lot. We get into the hotel elevator. Mm -hmm. We go up about two floors. Drunk Bond back in the day always had like a digital camera with her. Always. Always. And I have no idea where any of these pictures went. I was just taking snapshots in the elevator. Like... Of all of us hanging out, right? And like you're like, these crisp- are moments. Like, these are, are our memories. memories. Yes, I'm a moment <laughs> capture because honestly, I've a really bad memory. But this night is like ingrained in stone. <laughs> so we're in the elevator. In walks an also equally inebriated Andy Dick. <laughs> <laughs> and really the door beautiful. closes, and I'm like looking at my friends, and I'm looking at the band, and I'm like, is "That Andy Dick." And they're like, "Yeah, dude, that's Andy Dick." So I just turned to him and I said, Andy Dick. And he said, I am Andy Dick. And I was like, I know. But I had also, before I You're announced You're really it, good at telling people what their names are. I'll give you that. Well, sometimes I feel like they forget. So I got <laughs> to remind him. But I was also, now that he knows, I know he's Andy Dick. I am now openly just taking pictures of like selfies with me with Andy Dick. Um, he had a friend oh my with God. him. And that friend and him were apparently just going to ride the elevator. Oh. See what's up. They are a little stir crazy. So we get off on Augustana's floor. It was like the youngest kid in their group. He had retired early. He was like, "Nah, guys, I need sleep." So we are going by their room to grab some stuff. Andy dick's still with us. He like <laughs> had followed us off the elevator you, with his friend. Your group and then amalgamated and, and grabbed. Andy yeah, Dick yeah. We were just you. like it was a very weird combination. The band Augustana and Andy Dick. Together, and then I felt like I was just there witnessing stuff. Like it was just like whatever happens happens. And we go in there, and Andy Dick is like, "Who's your roommate?" And like oh, jumps no. in bed with him. Oh, God. So this this band member wakes up to Andy <laughs> Dick under the covers with him, <laughs> like nuzzling in his neck and being like, "Hey, big boy." And I'm taking pictures of it the entire time. And they're going, "These are just for us, right?" And I'm like, "Yeah, it's oh, what my. it's funny." So God. we end up. Yes, we end up like crawling in bed with him. And he's like, I don't understand what's happening. Everyone get out. He was like so annoyed with us. And then the next day they were like, so like he was getting mad. We're like, no, no, but it's Andy Dick. So we were like, come on, Andy, let's go. We go. Somehow we're now in charge of Andy Dick. And (laughs) we're like, come on, let's go. And we're like, now we have a game where we're fucking with the hotel. So we people are like breaking off into subgroups. And we are now like cruising through all the different hallways so, Andy's like, we just get off in a random hallway and see what's up. He's like, the comedy festival's in town. So, there's like Everybody's shit going on. everywhere. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, what, the comedy festival? And he's like, yeah. So, we go down another hallway and he opens up the ice machine and he puts a condom in it. Condom just on for ice. Fun. And he's like, this is so funny. Like, people are going to open this and be is like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> So, we did that like throughout the oh hotel. So, every ice machine, when they opened it up, had like, we end up going outside. I am like, now I've smoked a joint, I'm wasted. I have Andy Dick with me. Everyone is, You've like, starting. Andy Dick. I left. and was like, oh, are you guys this is too much? I went outside. I smell weed, so I follow the weed. <laughs> I come around the corner, and it's me and my friend, and we're just standing there. And there's, like, a comedian I don't know. And then I look over, and I'm like, you're Doug Benson. And he's like, I am. Did you go to the show? And I was like, no, I didn't even know you guys are all in town. I'm here with a band. And he's like, fuck. yeah." So... I had a cigarette with Doug Benson, like he's sitting there smoking a joint and we're just hanging out. And then I was like, all right, well, this has been a weird night. And then my friend and I, we left. We just left. That was a really weird night. And she goes, I feel like it could have got weirder when we got out just in time.
0: <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Ugh. So that's a weird story. God, we have some weird ass stories. So once upon a time in Japan, um, I was there for a really cool job. When I was in my teens, I modeled and had a bunch of really crazy opportunities to travel the world with no parental supervision. Let's just start with that. I went to Japan for an entire summer. It was fucking incredible one of the best times of my life and i learned that they have wine and vending machines and i learned that if you can see over the bar and you're american they'll serve you any alcohol you desire (laughs) it's a terrible thing to learn when you're 16 so i was a chain smoking drinking 16 year old in japan and it was fucking glorious this is the first year that the mount fuji music festival Was starting, and unfortunately for them, they had a very aggressive typhoon. Their typhoon season was out of control. We had like seven typhoons during that whole summer that I stayed there, and this one was such a huge grade that after Red Hot Chili Peppers started their second set, they canceled the rest of the show for the weekend. All of these fans were disappointed, so all of these bands. Pour it into the local bars and we were barflies because after a long day of work we had hella good makeup on and you don't waste that shit and we were like you know what fuck it let's go out drinking so we went to a couple of these really cool bars one of our very favorite ones was called club underground and it was literally underground pretty far <laughs> and it was like soundproof but everything glowed and it was really cool and it was like a first bar i'd ever been to so i was like
2: all bars are magic. Right. And it was <laughs> more
0: magic because I didn't know how to order a proper drink at all. So I would order a, a Midori Sour Ew. or a Melon Fizz, okay, which is Midori and Sprite. Yeah. So it's like Kool-Aid. And I liked it because the bar lit up, so then my drink glowed. Because oh. I was 16. That's yeah. the cocktails you're thinking about. All of these band members start pouring in, and my... Housemates. A couple of them were from Canada. A couple of them were from England. We, there was a Danish girl. There was a girl from Georgia. They all start like tuning in to all these different bands that are coming in. And Prodigy had come in. And my Canada friends paired off. They're all talking to these guys. And like it was just interesting because we met a bunch of different people that were super duper famous. But you're in another country and they're not performing. You're not at their show. And everybody's on the same playing field. Mm-hmm. And. I think you and I have the weird ability to just talk to people like people. And there's only a handful of people that I really lose my shit about. Yeah. And usually it's after. Like I can keep my shit together and then I'll freak out later if I've gotten to meet them or touch their hand or something creepy. So Foo Fighters walk in. Mm. And I was standing at the bar and I looked over and Dave Grohl is up at the bar. There goes your hero oh yes exactly <laughs> and I was sitting there just kind of staring at him for a minute and he had two braids and a great smile and we were just sitting there talking we were talking about where we were from we're talking about like our favorite music we're talking about other bands that were in town because I didn't know how many bands were actually there I asked him where his drummer was because I thought his drummer was hella hot and he's like would you really like to see where Taylor is and I was like yeah sure and he's like all right so we walk around and Taylor's got like seven girls draped all across his lap and everything and he goes there he is and i was like oh okay um all right he's like yeah word of advice don't fall for a band guy and i was like huh Oh, okay. That That's probably sage advice. All right. Whatever. I wish you would pass that
2: sage advice on to me in my yeah, 20s. Well, I, I didn't listen to it. <laughs> every band guy. Right.
0: I didn't listen to it very well, but now I know why he told me that. Yeah. But then he introduced me to Billy Joe Armstrong
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I drunkenly told him that I hated his music. <laughs> and that they needed to diversify their set list, and the uh, they o- I heard they only know how to play three notes because that's what some critical boy in my class had made a comment of, and I recycled that shit. <laughs> their political rants and things hadn't really ramped up yet, they didn't so they have were in panthems. a lull. Yeah, got to hang out with Dave Grohl for like the entire evening, and it was so fun. And we like hugged and parted ways, and like went on our our journey back home. And that walk home was like what the fuck happened this evening? Yeah. It was totally crazy. Like, I have an album full of the strangest pictures with people from bands that I looked back and I was like, oh, they were from this band. But once they disperse, they're all just people. Yeah. But it was so fun. So Melissa May. Hey, Melissa. She asks, if you could choose to do anything for one day, what would it be?
2: Laying a hammock. Ooh. Yeah. Always.
0: Yeah. Um, Always a butt in a hammock.
2: It would be like... One day of an all-inclusive Cozumel Mexican vacation Ooh. with a hammock in my own little area or go back to this beautiful area in the Bahamas that I got to go to and just be in a hammock, drink some drinks, and probably just have a nice vacation with my love. Ooh. And maybe you, Kelly, and Aiden are there just so I can I see like that. Playing the sand.
0: Okay, so I like that because... Mine would also be Bahamas. I want to swim with the swimming pigs in the Bahamas. So we would be in the Bahamas at the same time. And that would be amazing sarah aka ringo's girl on instagram i love her um i think we should actually use a lot of these as questions for people we interview on the podcast so thanks for (gasps) all the extra questions girl yeah we're gonna start stealing your guys's questions because they're beautiful 100 percent night owl or morning person she this or that
2: at us on a couple of these. i know night owl morning person because i have to be yeah five professions you'd love to try just for a day Without needing a prior education or training. Five, five. Oh shit! Okay, zookeeper. Ooh, librarian.
0: Scuba diver. A treasure okay. hunter.
2: Okay, I want to do that. Okay, scuba. Okay, okay. She's holding up her fingers. Everyone.
0: Oh okay. yes, I'm down to two because I can see because I have two <laughs> fingers up. Um, maybe like a children's fashion designer, like design Ooh, a clothing line for aid. yeah. Architect.
2: Cool. Yeah. Yeah, those are a lot of those are things you would need training, or you would die or kill people. Right, that's I why like I that.
0: tried to pick ones that like you have to have okay. school.
2: What's a hard question? I know my number one thing that I've always wanted to do if I could just hop into she it. She has
0: crazy ass right now. I love Ooh. this.
2: I want to name beauty colors. Oh, so like nail polish, lipstick. They always have like really <gasps> crazy ass names, yeah. and sometimes they're like really silly kind or of promiscuous. like promiscuous. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's me. I'd be like, "Here's an orange lipstick. It's called Twa Waffles." <laughs> I'm already fired from the job I made up. This.
0: I wanted to be the person that named bank robbers because somebody named a
2: bank you robber. You didn't put locally. that in your five. You're never allowed to do it.
0: I want six.
2: I know. So yes. yeah, that's two. my other one. Um, I'm gonna steal yours. Damn it! I'm not now. Damn it! Number two. I'm naming <gasps> criminals. Um, roller coaster and water slide tester after it's already been tested, but like. <laughs> <laughs> Not the, a safety tester. Like, oh, no, I'm not a safety tester. I'm like the ribbon cutter. So an amusement park opens. I get to be the first person to go on every ride. That feels dangerous. And that is what I think my life should be like. <laughs> Four, pilot, small airplane pilot. <laughs> Where is that? I'm going to die. I'm, just,
0: I'm, I'm, just, I'm like, what else do I love? What watch else Watching you choose. This is such an internal struggle that I'm watching. It's Five, making me cry.
2: Storm Chaser. Oh, I could see that. Lightning and Thunder. Favorite
0: podcast, or at least podcast you love that you find inspiring. Oh, Let's do three, because I know that okay. that's a hard one.
2: Yeah. And I feel like I have my staples. Same. Once I find podcasts I love, I mm-hmm. kind of don't deter from that path agreed and it's hard for me to jump into a new podcast so let me take a time out and say Not everyone me. who added us to your playlist in your oh, queue yeah. and subscribed it means a lot but those who actually like are listening actively right. and okay, participating and recommending to your friends and stuff that is crazy amazing because it's so hard for me hella thanks to you you're a bigger person it's a really than I good because point. i have a really hard time the ones i listen to uh, religiously like the day they come out mm-hmm. ologies of yeah, course absolutely science-based podcast always something fun great morning drive i love 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 this podcast will kill you right who i met through ologies um the errands they're spicy they're fun they talk about stuff that like so good normal people don't talk about in the way that they talk about it and it's really really fun And I feel then- like they're science bffs i love them they're so amazing and they yeah. find, they like history of things. So they exactly. like the research and the history and I like backstories for things when I don't Same. actually have to research for it and mm-hmm. find out what is farce and what is real facts. If right. somebody just tells me like, here are the real facts and like, um, I still love lore a lot. I, I, yeah. I fell oh. in love with lore years and years ago. Aaron Mankey. Now there's multiple books. There's an Amazon mm-hmm. program. He has another show too. Um, on It's, he's so amazing and I love the way he speaks, the dissidents. He breaks up syllables in a way that is foreign to my brain. For it's a those, very well thought out way of yeah, speaking. And for those who are like obsessed with murder podcasts. Right. A lot of people are. I feel like this is where podcasts got its big boom. Yeah. It was like sports or murder. Mm-hmm. And for those who are kind of burnt out on murder or maybe they have like a significant other that's like not as into the killing. Babe. Let's slow down on the murder. Lore has a lot of non murdery stories. But basically, it's just the folklore of old stories Mm -hmm. and places. And he goes into the history. And there's like, oh, it's great to fall asleep, too, if you like like mythical type stories where you're like hearing about the Loch Ness. Yeah, there's so many good origin stories. or Or like
0: speaking of podcasts that are a treat for the ears because of voice. And like I said, criminal. Phoebe Judge. Best storytelling voice for that genre. I freaking love it. I love her stories. Um, I've been on kind of a storytelling kick with my podcast lately. If it's not true crime, if it's not science-based, I love This American Life. Mm-hmm. So those are two of my tops. And crime and sports and small town murder are an even tie. And I think it's a fair tie because it's the same guys. <laughs> so I think that, that works out fine. With the most. And they, it, is, it is true crime, but I will say the crazy thing about those two guys is they can tell you a story and they're not making fun of, and they say this all the time, they're not making fun of the victims or the victims' families, but yeah. they um, they rip apart some murderers and point out some really yes. bumbling, crazy police stuff. And they stuff tell and, like, the
2: story in such, such a good you way. You got me into small-town yeah. murder. Yeah. And, it's such a and it took niche. me to go meet them and they're like yeah. the greatest humans. So it's totally. like when you really like something, you're almost afraid to meet the people. Right, because it'll it ruin the, douchebags. Yeah, they're like the most genuine, like yes. nice, cool people. I really like when they tell the story in mm-hmm. the intro of the story. They tell you, I like demographic information. I like Same. real estate. This is information. why I knew you would like. This. I love all the tidbits about a tiny, yeah. tiny town, and they give that. So it kind of sucks you in. Everything else is, and if you worth if it. you're not super into like the details of the gore, that's right. great. But not the description of a body, like not that's the creepy. That, droning sixty minutes. I don't. Shit. I don't need the no. imagery to be described to me exactly. on a podcast and then laughed at. I think that's. Gross. I think it's really tasteless. So if you're not even into murder, right. crime, and sports, their other podcast Holy is really shit. fun because then it's taking like celebrities. And things like that and telling you about like all the dumb stuff that people have gotten in trouble for. And that's hilarious. Seriously. Here's my advice to you. I'm not into sports. Start at Dennis
0: Rodman. But I'm into this. Wendy Fick wants to know if you could have one wish for each other. Bonnie, you wish for me. I wish for you. What would it be?
2: Mm. I feel like mine's really easy. Mm. Mine probably is too. (laughs) Um, I wish that Aiden could communicate with you oh, on a level yeah. that was not quote unquote normal, but like even if you guys got to have like telepathy or something like oh, cool. for safety reasons, for ease of life, for <sighs> all the little things that are more frustrating because he can't tell you how he's feeling mm-hmm. or what emotions he's recognizing. You can't answer confusion in his eyes because you don't yep. know what's confusing I I wish that you could have clarity through communication with your son. Yeah, I wish that too. It's the things that you can't. Exactly. You can't. The mystery I, I, I is a lot. I wish for
0: you that. I'd like to not have that mystery long term. That'd yeah. be dope. Thank you. That is a very nice wish. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish for you. Um, that my brain could paint while I'm sleeping? No. I wish that you could have alleviation from your body ailments because I think everything else you can handle I feel like your autoimmune shit yeah is the icing on the cake of stress
2: so both of ours are like I wish I could take away your problem
0: part aches and pains that amplify stress yeah so for those
2: of you that don't know right we're gonna fill you in on a couple things yeah this we're sharing I have um after the age of 30 randomly I was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes and Hashimoto's hypothyroidism. So um, I have two chronic autoimmune disorders. They both cause me a lot of pain. They both interrupt my brain function, my organ function. Um, and they're both things I have to stay on top of and keep regimented to feel like part of a normal human. Mm-hmm. Um, and that in itself is super hard. I feel like when it's all under control it it's something that I can live with. right? And it's I'm pretty good about it. Right. Um, but when it hurts, it hurts real bad. And it's hard to explain for those of you who have any type of autoimmune disorder. You know they're all linked. I basically Google shit that's in my future, um, like fibromyalgia, all these other types of chronic arthritis
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, And basically all autoimmune is, is it's your body attacking itself thinking that there's something bad inside of you. So your body is concentrated mostly on, um, instead of healing, it's fighting itself all the time. So I basically just have to stop my body from waging war all the time to feel like I can go out and do stuff. So um, I'm the type of person that will RSVP yes to your event, and then maybe Hmm. day of I'll send you a message saying like, hey, I'm super sorry, I can't make it, just a lot on my plate. A lot on my plate usually means like, her body feels terrible. My body hurts so bad. And but it's I I will go out with body pain. I will yeah. do stuff with body pain. You'll just hear me moaning and groaning and being like, ow, I'm in a lot of body pain. Um, it's the brain function. So when I don't have brain function, I can't be in a group of people if I don't have witty banter, if I don't have Mm-hmm. Like the ability to listen to a person as they're talking to me, if active listening is now gone and I can't respond to that, or my brain's just in such a fog, I don't feel like I'm a valuable human. And you people are like, out and we missed you too, so much yeah. at this party, and I'm like, no, you didn't, because the version of me that would have been there, it was is kind of who a piece you proud. invited. Yeah, you didn't. Yeah, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't invite foggy invite... girl. Yeah.
0: Um. So for those of you that don't know, also, uh, I have a nine-year-old autistic son. Aiden is pretty low-functioning as far as social-emotional stuff. He's nonverbal. He is giant. So he's basically like having a 12-year-old and a 4-year-old at the same time, Mm -hmm. if you could picture that. So um, he is amazing and brilliant, and his personality is wonderful. He's very charming. I think he's pretty cute. Lots of people think he's adorable. So... He's great. Uh, Autism is what I call uh, our magical monster because it's super unpredictable. School's a challenge. Going out's a challenge. So my reason I probably turned down your invite is probably because I am in a cloud because I don't get any sleep whatsoever. And I'm her Um, only babysitter. (laughs) Right. We're just a bag of fun.
2: And the whole point of the ask us anything episode is we want you guys to feel like if you know us from something if you know us as the ologies merch girls and you're just like supporting us Mm -hmm. supporting Allie. thank you and welcome totally thank you love it if you know us from meeting us in real life or you're a friend or you've gotten to know us through social media because of art or cooking or any of our mm-hmm. other outside endeavors, events, things like that. If you're someone's mom and you've they've known us since childhood and you've watched us grow up, we love it all. We're really Thanks, excited. Moms. If you are old haters tuning in just to see what the fuck we're up to and why we think we're cool enough to have a podcast, guess what? we, we don't. don't think we're cool enough to have but a podcast. we're here just
0: doing some shit and thanks for listening <laughs> let's let's do
2: the thing right we want to show you the people in our world that we think are super fascinating we want you to know as much as we feel comfortable giving you and we want to feel like everyone is in it together and um we definitely super appreciate everyone and i feel like i just keep saying that but it's our it's listenership so is growing it's Our activity so is growing, and we're just trying to make some a product that is a good product while being a real podcast we're we're just real people we're just two sisters have led meandering outlandish wild lives we've met really cool people that have influenced interesting moments and yeah we've had some cool moments and this is what it's all about is just looking back on nostalgic moments and we have had so many questions that we have to have a part two of this because we have just unread unread like keep going we have so many good questions and they've sparked our interest and we're going to steal some of them for future guests so now is the uncomfortable part and uh Mm
0: -hmm.
2: normally we throw down
0: a whole lot of flattery for our guest and um we're going to do that for you guys because really at the end of the day this episode questions you asked And we want to shower you with love and affection because we think you're smart. You're savage. You're supportive as fuck. You're creative. You're funny. Also, I just want to point out that it is official that we have more than three listeners, Bonnie. We do now. We have, as of the record when I last checked, which was yesterday, 21 listeners based on the amount
2: reviews. of our iTunes reviews. Yeah. We have Which more is, listeners than that. We can see you. I see you, Australia. Yeah, Australia. Coming we're, in hot. We're doing great in I love it. And I do want to let you guys know we have some Australian friends of mine Ooh. coming up remotely. So you'll have to tune in for that. Oh, because, tease. Yeah, you might know some of these peeps.
0: But the way you can help us... With your emotions and your love and your support is to give us five stars. And if you feel like writing a little review,
2: we want you to pick one of these questions that was asked to us by our peeps. Turn it around. You answer that question. because yeah. I feel like a lot of this podcast is we ask questions and our listeners are listening going oh that's an interesting answer this is what i would have answered yes we want to hear those
0: answers yeah give us that in a review form yeah that would be freaking fantastic and do it and it really helps us find the rando listeners that are looking for a nostalgic podcast yeah. to listen to out there in the wild and, and we're on we spotify
2: it. stitcher yeah. itunes also yes we still have merch we do still have merch. We, we have haven't taken it down merch. yet. <laughs> <laughs> we have backstock. Just kidding. Everything is made to order. Yes. So every time you guys roll into our store and you purchase something, that item is made specifically for your bod or for your home or for your hand. We're really into seeing your picture. So once you purchase yeah, merchandise, once you get it in, send <sighs> us your little model pictures um, and we may feature you on the gram. So merch store is youarethatmerch.com. You can also find us on Facebook. We have a group. And we have a regular page. So you can like for updates. You can be in the group to join in the activities. That is also searchable under you are that. Mm
0: -hmm. And you can find us on Instagram and the Twitter under no, you are that. So make sure you throw a no on that guy. If you feel like participating and asking questions Mm -hmm. or you're interested in a merch code, because there's a tier for that as well, you could find us on Patreon and support us
2: monetarily with your doll hairs at patreon.com forward slash you are that yeah vote on snacks ask questions yes. um find out who our guests are first it's all super fun and we definitely appreciate all the support as it starts to come in yeah. i love you guys
0: you guys are awesome thanks for making this what it is and letting us you know wave our weird flag yes. waving it with us wave it so hard i'm starving
2: as per usual i'm peckish okay let's i could go i could nosh on a eat some stuff bang yeah okay. cool Bye. Bye.
0: Friendshamming.
2: I wasn't too far off. You were
0: bad. Friendsham. Sure. Exactly. Friendshamming. Friendshamming.
1: Friendshamming.
2: Friendshamming. Friendshamming.